So we're starting off with Dylan trying to make a dirty joke about me eating chocolate. Oh, that, <laughs> about being too small. It it was just a surprisingly I didn't expect it to take up that much surface area. <laughs> Not that big. <laughs> well, maybe they, maybe they are the to size me. of a toonie. American listeners won't know what that size is. Oh. <laughs> $2. Yeah. But, but in a coin form. Uh, I was going to say flavor. Coin point. flavor. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to Several Tangents. I don't know why I did an arm thing, but <laughs> welcome back to Several Tangents. I'm back with Dylan. Hello, everybody. Male voice. The male voice. The, the only one? So far. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it it hasn't been, I haven't recorded much since our last recording. Mm, okay. So yeah, we're um, a, yet another like setup we're trying yes, out. Yes, yes. Very professional this time, actually. Well, it looks professional. I mean, these mics were yeah. actually dirt cheap. Oh. Podcast secret. <laughs> I feel like I want to do like a, a rendition of a solo with the mics. They're like the singing. Yeah, yeah. These are these are basically singing mics, but like I figured if I was going to be bringing these around and I need two of them, I'm not going to spend that much money on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Help me, I'm poor. Oh, they're nice, though. They're nice. Thank you. Anyway, uh, so this episode will probably be coming out around Christmas time. It's scheduled to come out on Christmas, but I this is probably coming up before, so. Merry Christmas if you celebrate it. Happy holidays Happy if you holidays. don't. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of, it's like, it could be a really stressful time, not just because you're trying to buy presents, but it's a very, like, social time. And for an introvert, that makes me uncomfortable. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, well, my family doesn't celebrate Christmas. Like, my parents are technically Buddhist. Um, mm-hmm. And... We just kind of do like the, the bare minimum just to say we kind of celebrated it. Just like the culture. Like just. Yeah. Like. Like they have the day off anyway from work. Right? Yeah. They'll so. have the day off. Um, before we used to throw like not necessarily a Christmas party, but like a holiday party. Got a burp. We had pizza. <laughs> My breath tastes like garlic. <laughs> and chocolate. And chocolate. But uh, yeah, like. We used to, it would kind of be like a Christmas slash New Year slash my birthday kind of thing. Because my birthday is December 27th, turning 27. I'm old. Happy future birthday. <laughs> yeah, we're recording this like a month in advance because I'm weird. But uh, yeah, like we, we used to do a get together. But now we, past couple of years, we haven't. And it's it's kind of depressing. Like Christmas is actually kind of depressing in the house because we don't do anything Mm. we can't go out because everything's closed and like it's not like we're gonna put together a fancy dinner for just four people plus a dog dog doesn't usually get much of the dinner anyway she's not supposed to she's fat (laughs) it's also depressing out too because a little snow or if it's not snowing it's like slush and gray and cold yeah so it's like the atmosphere is not it's nice when it's fresh snow 
because you don't see the gray mush. But I think what people don't really understand, if you're not used to snow, it's very magical. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if you have to deal with it, mm -hmm. it is not very magical. No. Like the struggles of getting your snow tires on. Yes. Yeah, struggles. <laughs> There's like no appointments. Yeah. Anywhere because everybody's trying to put them on, right? Yeah. Because again, for, I guess for people who aren't used to snow, um, our tires, like there are special tires meant for safer travel on snow. I think they have deeper treads or something. Like they have more grip. Yeah, more grip. Yeah, yeah so that you, you're not as likely to like skid out or anything. Um, they're pretty expensive. Mm -hmm. And obviously you're changing out your tires, so it's a pain in the ass to do. Yeah. That's why my dad just does them in the garage. And he gets them in really early so he doesn't have to like deal with the cold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I got I got lucky actually because the weather's been Yeah. Pretty nice lately. We had like one one snowfall. It wasn't that bad. And it wasn't that well, it was bad the night of. Yes. And then the next morning it was all gone. And then it got mostly gone. On yeah. the roads it was gone, yeah. Yeah. And then it was like what ten degrees yesterday, twelve degrees. Yeah, everything's melted yeah. now. It's there's no snow on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> but I think Saturday we're getting another another hit. Oh, I heard something about thirty centimeters. So that's but I don't know if that was just the north or the east. I feel like if it was the north, it would be a lot more. Because it's supposed to be three degrees that day on Saturday. So it'll be like slushy snow. Maybe yeah. Which is the worst because it's extra slippery. Mm -hmm. Um, actually one year, I think this was Christmas Eve, it had started snowing and it was like the slushy snow and my dog Mina had a grooming apart apartment. <laughs> she had a grooming appointment <laughs> at PetSmart. So it was late. I was picking her up and, uh, the intersection, I'm going to bleep this out because no one needs to know what intersection this is. Okay. So. I was coming back from the PetSmart that's by, like, the Walmart there. Mm -hmm. At that intersection, it had turned amber. I wasn't – I know I normally speed very, very badly. But because it was slushy and it was, like, there was a lot of snow, so I was going actually pretty slow. Like, I was going well below the speed limit, which never happens with me if there's no traffic. Um, but I think I hit black ice mm -hmm. because the light went amber, so I went to break. And then it was fine, but then I started just skidding out, and I went right into the intersection. A bus was about to turn, but because I had started braking so early on and just kept going, they saw me. I stopped right in front of the concrete barrier. Like, mm -hmm. I was maybe three inches from hitting the barrier. So even though, like, the bus was waiting to turn, and now it's, like, the green light for the other direction, but obviously these cars aren't going to go when I'm literally in front of them so they all waited for me to like back out and keep driving and I was like so shaken because I've never gotten into any like car accident really I've been rear-ended once and that was like a little bump mm -hmm. so yeah that was kind of scary I'm like oh well now I know <laughs> yeah no it's a very scary scary moment because like like I had one too um so I used to go to uh Trent so I used to go back and mm -hmm. forth when I was going back from school. Yeah. So. <clears throat> so you, like, you still lived in Toronto. Still lived in Toronto. Trent is in Peterborough. Yes. Which is what, two hours away on a good day? 1.5. On a good day. One and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So um, the going back up and forth from there, and especially in the winter, that was a little bit scary. Cause, yeah, especially because Peterborough is like kind of country. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Trent's right? like not in the city. It's just outside the city. Uh, um, well, it's, it, it's in the city, but like the outskirts. it's like, it's hard to explain. It's like middle of the forest. Yeah. So there's like nothing really around. It's just a mm-hmm. highway and like the river. Okay. And then if you have to follow the river road down into the city. So it's like there, but not there. Okay. So it's a little bit like, like UIT in Oshawa. It's like the north most end of Oshawa. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. at the time when I went, there wasn't really anything there. You'd yeah, have to take the bus exactly. down to actually do anything. The bus is a 30 minute bus ride from Trent to the city. Okay. It's not that bad for yeah. in UIT. Yeah. And I think it's become a lot more like urbanized now because the university is getting bigger. But yeah, that sounds like an actual nightmare. Yeah. But so yeah, you'd, you'd go to, and then the street I took from Toronto there mm-hmm. was down a hill. Oh my God. So you'd have to really, and then before you get over the hill, there was the, um, the bridge, the like the lock bridge that okay. would open and close for like ships. Well, not ships, but like, like, bigger like boats. boats. Yeah. yeah. So like, the water was there, so it was blowing all the water up onto oh, no. like the streets. So it was like very icy. So There's lots of times where I was going down the hill, not no one around because it was early in the morning. But still, and you break and you just you'd feel your car. You wouldn't stop. You would just keep going. Yeah, and that's actually it's even worse when there's no one around because there's no one around to help you if mm-hmm, something happens. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, if it was a busy highway or something, you might end up in kind of a pileup. But at least there's enough people around to call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> and that's another thing. Like when I was going to. About two years ago, I was going to uh, Montreal with my friend. Yeah. He didn't have snow tires. I think I remember this. Yeah? Because <laughs> this oh was gosh. when we were still in school together. Was it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I was probably still. Yeah, I was still yeah, in school. Yeah, I remember you told me about this. And I was following this tractor trailer, and he decided. So, for people who don't know, 401 going all the way up to, uh, um, to, like, to Montreal, like through Quebec, mm-hmm. you have two lanes. The yeah. left lane is for faster cars, the right lane is for the slower cars. Supposed to be. Yeah. So <laughs> the max speed is 100, lowest speed is 60. So they have like a sign that says 160. Oh, I didn't know it did that because I don't, I don't really drive to Montreal. Mm-hmm. So the left, the right side is usually the people who are going 60. The right side, left, mm-hmm. the left side is usually the people going 100. Mm-hmm. But it's the middle of winter; it's snowing, so no one's going that fast yeah. anyway. Yeah. So we're all in the right lane, and um, this tractor trailer, we're going. Fairly slow, like 40 maybe. Mm-hmm. And this tractor decides to break, like like instant break. Oh, no. And I'm going behind them. And I start breaking and I have no winter tires. So now I'm like literally sideways yeah. going down the highway. Yeah. And I, like I, I don't even know how I kept it from spinning around. But <laughs> sheer very, determination. Very, very scary. Yeah, because... <laughs> yeah, well, as we've discussed in our last episode together, I used to work in auto insurance mm-hmm. and there were a lot of kind of scary stories. Like there was this one claim where, I mean, it was kind of tragic, but there was also a lot of sketchy things about it. But like basically what happened was this guy was driving down one of the 400 series highways mm-hmm. and hit black ice skidded into and he was going like highway speeds not like you were going slow mm-hmm. which probably was what saved your ass yeah but he was going like probably 120 because speed limits eh. 
They're not really limits. They're a suggestion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Toronto, at least. Yeah, so, and it, I don't think there were a lot of people around. Um, so he was probably going pretty fast, hit the concrete barrier, and suffered spinal cord injuries. Mm. So, like, I, there was a lot of question about the extent of his injuries because a lot of things didn't match up. But I think it was determined that he did at least have some kind of spinal cord injury, which is no joke either way. Like that's bad. So yeah, yeah, it driving in the snow is very scary. One of the trainers at the kickboxing gym, it's her first winter here. (laughs) She's from, she's middle Eastern. She didn't tell me where she was from, but she was telling me how she has family in like Dubai and Iran. So yeah, like she's, she's already nervous and it's not even that bad yet. Her daughter loves it because her daughter doesn't have to deal with it. How old is her daughter? Young, like in grade school. Mm, that's why. Yeah, exactly. Like back when I was little, you know, I played in the snow. Yeah, I didn't have to show did all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. There was, there was a hill kind of near by, if I'm remembering correctly, that people used to toboggan on. And it's slow. I don't understand why parents think it's safe. Mm. Because it's a pretty steep hill, but it's not, it's kind of right by the road. There's not much of a space between where the hill ends and where the sidewalk is. And I'm like, okay, chances are your kid is not going to come flying out over like the hill and stuff, but I would be so nervous. You never know. Yeah. It could be really icy. There's a, you know, Riverdale Park. It's like um, just off a pape, south of pape, like Logan area. I think so. Yeah. It's like a little park there. Anyway, so you go down the hill. Yeah. And then it's like fairly large park size. And then you have the streets adjacent to the park. Yeah. And a couple years ago, we went to Boganimi, my sisters and brother. Mm-hmm. And I was on, um, you know, those thin plastic. Yeah, the shitty ones. toboggans. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was on one of those. Gosh, I went so fast yeah, and I did not stop. And those, I went right to the, like, almost hit the cars parked on the side of the street. Those things are slippery because they're yeah. plastic. And also, you're not a five-year-old child. Yeah, true. <laughs> I don't think they were made for people I think size. I was maybe 21, <laughs> 22. I don't think they were made for adult-sized people. No. But going back to kind of the holiday yes other than you know <laughs> several times potentially yeah well i lost count already i think we've just started talking about death <laughs> or potential death but yeah it's kind of i mean last i'm pretty sure last year i spent my christmas day sick as fuck mm, that sucks to you yeah yeah but luckily because i had the, the day off work then it wasn't that bad mm-hmm. but i don't know because as you know, I have very few friends. So, like, really, I think our little thing is the only actual Christmas party mm. that I'm going to. The and Pollock. Yeah. Um, slash Secret, Secret Santa. Santa. Yeah. Um, should we tell what you did last year for <laughs> Secret Santa? Be my guests. <laughs> so the Secret Santa we did was just between us and our like med lab friends and um dylan was my secret santa mm-hmm. and i was a little concerned already <laughs> because 
because I had a feeling. <laughs> and then, so he brings out this wrapped box and I open it and it's like this rando old shoe box. <laughs> and I was like, what? Wait a second. That's not right. Open the box. Oh, guess what? It's another fucking wrapped box. <laughs> How many boxes were there? Oh, maybe five or six. Yeah, I think there were five or six. He put boxes within boxes. And then there was one where you wrapped in a plastic bag and then oh, taped right. it all over. Right, I remember that. I think it was an <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I think Lewis had a laugh yeah. at that one. So <laughs> I open the final box and I get this tiny little... <laughs> I think it was like a penguin with an elf hat. Like it was yes. a box shaped like yes. with the elf hat. I open it and inside was a single condom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, did you spend 50 bucks on boxes and wrapping? <laughs> no, he did end up getting me an actual gift. Yes, I did. But it was, it was fun. How are you going to top that this year, Dylan? I don't know. <laughs> As my, my person is not that fun, I guess you'd, you'd say. <laughs> well i mean like it's hard it's hard to do so for you it's easy yeah because like i don't know it's just easy to do yeah but it's like fun to pick on is what you're trying to say no no no. (laughs) it's just like it's i don't know it's it's hard to explain yeah anyway um so the person i have is kind of like maybe it's you again i don't know can't tell you well okay but since you said that Hmm? now we already have my guesses (laughs) I'm not going to say it on the podcast. Well, the podcast would come out anyways after. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could probably tell them who I have, but then Shelly would know. <laughs> that means it's not me. See, detective work. <laughs> true. Very true. But anyway, point is, like literally last year, that was the only Christmas event I went to. Mm. But like I know other people will have parties left and right because they have a much bigger group of friends mm-hmm. and I don't know. Like it's just, it's a little lonely. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I don't, yeah. Like I'm the same way too. Right. Like I've got lots of friends, but like no one like close enough to do anything with. But do you get invited to a lot of Yeah. Like, um, so last year I got invited to a couple. It was obviously my family. They do stuff for Christmas. Okay. Um, but I mean like, I'm not really that super like close. Like I'm close, but not like, to the point where it's like, I love to get together with them and whatever, right? So then if you were invited to an event that was hosted by people you're not like that close with, would you feel inclined to go? I wouldn't feel inclined to go. Um, depends on like date, time kind of thing. You're such an old man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like I definitely wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't um, go to some, a friend's place if they had at the same time as my mom would do it. Okay. I would definitely go to my, like my mom's like family thing before I would do friends. Yeah. Um, just because like anybody, my mom, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's the table. Um, <laughs> the guitar. She, she's like very strict. So it's like, and. Oh, she's like really into it. Yeah. Well, not, yeah, she's not really, it's hard to explain. She likes, She's not religious, but she's like, she does believe, but she likes the family to be there. Okay. Whereas like, I. You're like, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, whatever. It's like, I see you guys enough as it is. 
Um, but even like, so like I moved out, I was out last Christmas, so I didn't, um, I wasn't with my family last Christmas. I, like I went to my last Christmas with, with Aslan to her place, but I wasn't okay. like living there. Yeah. So it was a little bit easier. So we went there, had dinner, spent a couple of hours together and then like took off. Yeah. So I wasn't there for like the whole day and had to like endure the whole like <laughs> process. But um, even before that, like, so the last couple of years, um, the biggest thing I like about Christmas is seeing my sister. Oh, okay. Um, like enjoy like the day and like open up her presents yeah. and stuff. Oh yeah. It's, um, it's great when you have like children yeah, in your life. So it's like, so she's 15 years younger than me. So it's like, so she like still has that, that spark of the, joy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you like, you like seeing that, right? Just so like mm-hmm. she gets all these gifts and she's like all excited. So that's, that's the thing I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and then, so the last couple of years, um, since I, since I came out, mm-hmm. um, it's been a little bit rough. Yeah. So the first the first Christmas I came out um, was the most difficult because it was like it's kind of like outcasted and yeah. Stuff. So they all know I like waking up in the morning, going downstairs, seeing Hope um, mm-hmm. open up all her like stockings. Hope and is start. your sister. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> the whole world knows what yeah. your sister's name is. Um, so yeah, I, I liked watching her open up that stuff and. Uh, at that point, they just like excluded me, Aww. so they didn't actually even invite me to go downstairs and like you know do the whole thing. And that yeah. happened t- two years in a row. Um, the first year I was just kind of like, I'm like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Kind of was like, it was sad. Yeah, at it, the time, and it so. hurts because obviously coming out is not an easy decision mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. make, and you know your best hope is that your family accepts you, mm-hmm. but to be like excluded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you're like at the time you were still living with your, your yeah, mom. Yeah, yeah. So how old was I? I was like I was like twenty two. Okay. Twenty two years old. Yeah. Yeah. So um you know, it's just a long time ago. Um <laughs> it's not that long ago. Yeah, but it feels like yesterday. But yeah, anyway, so uh so yeah, so I was excluded the first year. Um so I was sad, didn't really and then it was like I was usually quiet after that, so I didn't mm-hmm. really spend much time, so it either go to bed in my bedroom and just hang out there or um, leave and go out. So that, that Christmas I did leave after dinner and I went with another friend and we just hung out because her parents uh, live in China. Okay. And uh, well, her dad lives here now, but so we would just spend the day together uh, the evening. Yeah. And then the next Christmas following that, they did the same thing to me. Mm. Two years, man. Get over it, guys. Right? <laughs> like, you're not, you're not going to change your sexuality just no, because they're being shits. No. So that was, at this point, it was like, it was better because over time, like things did get better. But for them to do it again was kind yeah. of just like, like a low ball. Yeah. So, Cause it's like you were like two years. So you've given them time to come to terms mm-hmm, with it. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine by that winter, like you were expecting it to be back to normal. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's pretty crushing. Yeah. So um, this is the story I was going to tell you. Like, okay. So that point I was like so mad because I wake up and I go downstairs and this is, this is early. This is like still 7.30 in the morning. Okay. So this all happened before 7.30 a.m. Okay. Yeah. So I go downstairs and um, everything is like practically open. My sister's already done. So like, so now yeah. I'm mad. So what I do is I go upstairs 
And I used to be a manager at the time. So I got a lot of gifts from my employees. And one of the gifts Aww. I got was this cream, like, alcoholic beverage. Okay. It was like almost like, like a Bailey's. Like a Bailey's, but more creamier. And it was okay. It was really gross. <laughs> like, it wasn't Irish cream. It was like a whiskey, but creamed whiskey. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was really gross. I, mean, I don't have much experience with alcohol, so like the idea of it. Just is think already... of Jack Daniels and being creamy. I've never had Jack Daniels. Okay, well, but... Jack Daniels is like looks like Coke. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I can imagine it. Yeah. No, just, it's really gross. Anyway, <laughs> so that's the, well, I had other things to drink, but I started off with, no, I started off with wine. So I drank a whole bottle of wine to myself in my bedroom. Oh, no. Okay. So at this point, I'm like already like tipsy, like starting to like get buzzed and still no one bothering with me. No one, oh my gosh, no one's coming to check on me. So it's like, okay, crack open this creamed whiskey, start drinking oh, that. No. Drank the whole bottle. So now I'm drunk. And I'm calling like all my friends <laughs> and like oh, no. talking to people. So I think I was on the phone with one of my old friends and uh, for like two and a half hours just yeah. talking about like life and whatever. Yeah. And then my mom decides to call me, but she wanted me to go to the store to pick up like something for the dinner that she missed. Okay. I couldn't walk. Oh, no. <laughs> So I told her, I'm like, I can't drive to the grocery store or because I can't yeah. drive, obviously. Yeah. And she starts getting mad at me. She's like um, just yelling at me, whatever. So I'm like, okay, you want to be like this? I'll walk there. <laughs> so I took, I put my jacket on. At least you were responsible. Left. Cold as frig. Yeah. Um, snow. I mean, really, it doesn't, it doesn't sound like you won in the situation. Because no, did not win at all. <laughs> you were freezing. But I, like, still on the phone with my friend mm-hmm. for the two and a half hours. I walked, had a good time by myself, grabbed whatever I needed, came back. It was, like, one of those little grocery stores in the corner in the okay, street, so yeah. they were still open. Um, came back, gave her what she needed. I think it was just, like, a package of gravy. <laughs> <laughs> and then went back upstairs, drank another oh my bottle of something. And all I remember is I being in bed the whole night, didn't go to Christmas dinner, didn't do anything. I was throwing up the whole night. Good, oh, yeah, good no. Leave. I mean, it sounds like you didn't really want to be there for Christmas no, dinner no, no. anyway. So the throwing up and I'm assuming the subsequent hangover. No, I never had a hangover. Really? Nope. I was at work the next day. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But I was also young too. I don't think I ever, other than to like recently getting hangovers, but like before oh. it was never... Because you had three bottles of alcohol, yeah, like full. Well, two and a half. Oh. Two and a half. But still, yeah, that's still, still yeah. a lot. I mean, okay, but I can't even have one full drink without starting to throw yeah. up. So I, don't I think it was the cream, the creamed whiskey that like really yeah. did it for me. I imagine if you're like, because alcohol makes me queasy. Mm. So I imagine if you have something that's just like, oh, yeah, then you start it almost feeling like, gross. Yeah, it was like curdled. And it was really <laughs> gross. Yeah. At least. At least you didn't end up giving that to your employee. <laughs> well, <laughs> they would just be like, um, thanks. <laughs> well, it was kind of weird because, um, the person who gave it to me, uh, probably one of the, like, she's like my personality. So okay. like very like out there, like loud kind of thing. So you're not that loud. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> at work, I could be a little different, but, um, okay. <laughs> so 
anyways, at the time, we, I was younger too, so a little yeah. loud and whatever. And she had asked her friend to go pick it up for me. Oh, so it was gifts from you, <clears throat> from your employees. Yeah, from my oh, okay. employees. Yeah, yeah. So she, I guess she asked her friend to go pick it up while we were at work. Okay. Like it was Christmas Eve or something. Yeah. And her friend was supposed to get the Baileys because I like Baileys. Yeah. And she picked up this creamed whiskey. That's unfortunate. So when I received it, I was like, oh, it's so cool. I'd never seen it before. It was a nice, nice blue bottle. It was really nice and fancy. I'm sure someone likes it. Yeah. Don't know who. <laughs> let, me, let me know if you know anybody. Um, but yeah, so like really nice bottle. I was like really interested in trying mm-hmm. it, but no, it was just <laughs> maybe not the whole bottle. But I think – this is off topic, but it's a tangent, so whatever. Um, I think Bailey's was the first alcoholic drink that I've had. Oh, really? Yeah. When I and that's turned, what you threw up with? No. No. Oh, okay. I did throw up. I was, I was, I just turned 19. Mm. So I went out for my birthday and then we went out to have dinner and everyone was like, well, you're 19. You can order a drink now. This was before, obviously, I haven't really drunk mm-hmm. before that. Like I might have had a sip of wine or champagne or something, but this was like my first drink. It was okay. Yeah, well, because Bailey's good. Because when, oh, yeah. when they give it to you, they don't give very much if you just ask for Bailey's. Well, you don't so. want to drink too much Bailey's either. It's Why? It's very, very heavy. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Heavy, like, alcohol content? No. Or just well, sitting? I mean. Because it is crazy. I think it's, like, 14, 15% alcohol. Oh. Maybe, I mean. Maybe maybe higher, but um, but it's it's so heavy. But I also had, like, a full meal. Yeah, see, like, there you go, too. Yeah, yeah, it was, like, a, <clears throat> I think it was insomnia. On Bathurst and Bloor area. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's one of those bars there because we want karaoke before that. Mm. Like the true Asian that I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that was my, I, I didn't throw up. I think the first time I threw up, but I think you, I've said it on Did you go podcast. flush? Like you're, we're like oh yeah, absolutely. Very, yeah, yeah. I, there's no avoiding that. Mm. Um, but I was fine. The more you drink, the less they'll happen, but. Yeah, that doesn't happen with me. It just stays, and then it gets worse, and then I throw up, and then next thing you know, there's vomit in my hair. Oh. Uh, yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Because <laughs> the first time I actually drank enough to throw up was my friend Danielle's 21st birthday, I think. 20 or 21st. I don't know. I was in university. I might have told the story on the podcast before, but... um because we went to a pub for dinner first, and I had a cocktail, which was fine. Like, I was flush. It was I was feeling a little warm, but because I had, like, a full meal, and then I don't think there was that much alcohol in the cocktail, actually. Because I didn't really taste the alcohol, which I have a, a very sensitive tongue to the taste of alcohol. I <laughs> like it. So I don't think it was there was much in it. Um, and then we went to a club after that, which... This was a club in downtown Oshawa, so you can just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never been to a club in Oshawa. I can just. It actually know. wasn't that bad. I think this one, it used to be a really sketchy, like, it was like the, I don't like this word, but like the quote unquote ratchet type mm-hmm. of club. Like mm-hmm. it was grody and whatever. But then I think someone else bought it and made it a lot nicer. Um, it was still. I mean, downtown Oshawa, so you don't get much better than that. <laughs> but so my friend Danielle was like, oh, I'm going to get you guys drinks because it's my birthday. And I didn't want any because I don't like the taste of alcohol, even if I wasn't allergic to it. 
But she was like, no, because it's my birthday and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, this isn't like, oh, I'm going over my limit because I wasn't even tipsy yet. Like, I could just feel the alcohol, but I wasn't like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. whatever tipsy is. I don't know what tipsy is. So I clearly was not tipsy. So I had it. It was vodka cranberry. Okay. Which I did not enjoy. Oh. Yeah. I kind of gulped it down as a result, which was probably my downfall. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Look, inexperienced, okay? And I went, we went back on the dance floor, and someone stank so bad. Like B.O.? I think so, but it was like B.O. like no other. Like, B.O., it's like sweat, right? It's mm -hmm. like a musky, mm -hmm. like almost sour smell. This was like that plus something else. I felt like this person was exuding chemicals from their pores. Probably on drugs. It's possible. Yeah. I mean, it's Oshawa. So, and it's a club, like, duh. Yeah, yeah. But they, it just smelled so strong. And I started, like, going, like, whole, like dry heaving. Mm. So I booked it to the washroom. Danielle followed me, made sure I was okay, held my hair back. Mm. I was fine after that. Like, yeah, it's all gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was the first time I threw up from drinking alcohol. <laughs> Wasn't even tipsy yet. Anyway, <laughs> that's not related at all. <laughs> yeah, it, Christmas is also kind of funky time because it's my birthday. Mm -hmm. So I think at a certain point I was feeling a bit of angst because obviously like, and I'm, I'm trying to be understanding, but it's also hard not to feel hurt. Like people have plans around the holidays. So a lot of times, like I know Kara goes I mean, she's up north now, but she goes even further up north to visit her grandma mm -hmm. for Christmas. So she's usually not, like, anywhere near Toronto by that time. But we usually get together, like, after that to do a joint birthday yeah. celebration between the two of us. It sucks. Like I, like, I always feel bad for people who have birthdays so late in the year. Like, like around Christmas area. Yeah. Because if you, but you're, like, right in the middle. So it's like yeah. you're two days after Christmas mm -hmm. and you're three days before New Year's. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like, people are on vacation, yeah. they've got other plans, they've got other holiday parties to go to. So there were a few, like usually I try, and you know me, like I try to work it out so that everyone's schedules work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But sometimes you just, you just can't or people just don't want to go and they're making up excuses and it's very convenient time to make up excuses for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there was one year, I think this was around, this is probably 12th grade when I had pretty much fallen out with all of my shit-tastic friends and pretty much other friends that I've had that I didn't fall out with, like were busy around that time. So normally before when I still had friends, I would have a huge party like, and my parents would pay for it because I'm a spoiled only child. Um, like one year we invited everyone out to sushi. Oh, wow. All you can eat. Yeah. There were like a dozen of us, maybe not. But it was also lunchtime, so it wasn't like thirty bucks a person. But it was still it was still quite a bit. Like yeah, it was no, a little more extravagant. Mm -hmm. um, it's different. I never really but with like parents to pay for everybody to do sushi. It's different. Yeah. Well, again, spoiled only child, right? Like, and before when I was even younger, like it would be a house party, and my parents would invite their friends, mm -hmm. and I would invite mine. Um, but then I didn't really like doing that that much because it's like, I'm not really spending time with my friends 
I kind of have to spend time with all these adults that I didn't care about. So we started doing them more separately. Like I'll have my own birthday party. And then if my parents want to do a get together, then they'll call their Mm -hmm. friends. But there was one year where I had a birthday party of two. Mm. Well, okay. Three. Okay. It was you and someone else or you and me and two other people. It wasn't really a party. We we just hung out. Mm. And this was probably 12th grade, I think. So at the time I was still kind of like, wanted to have fun on my birthday. Like now I'm more low key. Like last year we just went out, especially because I was working the day of. But last year we went out to that uh, izakaya and you guys mm. failed at the sake bomb. Oh, yeah. I that. <laughs> yes, yes. And then the year before. Didn't Chantel like drop her drink? I think she knocked it over. <laughs> she knocked the chopstick. Yeah. I think the chopstick flew. <laughs> <laughs> Do we think half of it spilled out and she didn't get half of what it was yeah, yeah, I think. No, that was definitely Chantel. Yeah. Um, but that was fun. Like, it was low-key, but it was fun. And now yeah, I'm, it was nice. I'm starting to realize, like, I don't... Well, I'm not starting to realize. I've long since realized that I don't need to have, like, an extravagant party. I think the year before that, I went karaoke again. Mm. Um, with, like, maybe five, six people. So... And the older you get, it's a little bit different, too, right? Yeah. So before, when you're young, it's like, you, you want that, because... Because especially being a spoiled only child, mm-hmm. like your birthday is your day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Like you should be getting what you want. And growing up kind of makes you realize that it's like, it means nothing. Mm-hmm. Just but, another day. Yeah. The date of my birth means nothing. Although there is one, one little story related. It's not related to Christmas at all, but my birthday is near Christmas. So like, whatever, it's close enough. But I, I think The day before my birthday, my parents had their, excuse me, their get together thing. And I had invited over, we called her Cucumber. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, her name's Cucumber? (laughs) No, we called her Cucumber. But um, I had, she was over. So since we were going to hang out the next day for my actual birthday party, I was like, just stay over. Because she lived down the street. Mm -hmm. So I was like, just stay over. We'll, you know, have a sleepover and then we'll get up tomorrow. So I think it was in the morning and we weren't supposed to go out till at least the afternoon. And she'd forgotten that her boyfriend, her shit, terrible, disgusting boyfriend, um, who ended up cheating on her, uh, he had a court appearance. He was fined by the TTC. I don't know where that's coming from. The knocking or the voice? I can't hear the knocking. Oh, I heard knocking and voices. I heard voices. That's probably Aston. Okay. I heard female voices. Yeah. Oh. That's watching the show. Okay. <laughs> I was like, where is it coming from? Because these earphones are so like. Um, but yes, yeah, so it was the morning of, and she got she got a text like from her boyfriend asking, oh, are you going to be there? Uh, he was fined by the TTC for fair evasion. Hmm. Um, because I don't remember what it was, but basically he like, well, it was fair evasion, I guess it's self-explanatory, um, which the fine is about like 400 bucks. Uh, at the time, I don't remember how old we were. I think this was, I was in university. Um, but either way, like 400 bucks is a hefty sum. So I'm like, but does he really for something need you to- should have paid $3 for? Exactly. Which is like, well, that's why you don't do it. 
yeah. dumbass. Um, but I was like, oh, but like, it's my birthday. Like, what are you going to do when you're there? Like, it's not like he really needs emotional support because it's a fine, not a like, a, yeah, it's a fine for being a dumbass. Mm-hmm. It's not like a criminal charge for something that's really like big. And she was kind of like, oh, but like, I told him I'd be there. And I'm like, so you're picking him over me, which sometimes is a dick move. But in this case, I feel like I was fully justified. Yeah. Because if your boyfriend is a moron, you should not be siding with your boyfriend. Um, And then she was like, oh, I think he just wants me to be there to spot him. Because at the time, he was not making very much. She was making okay money, like for you know, a university student, like she's not making bank, Mm -hmm. but she made more than him. She was living at home. Um, and from what I remember, she spotted him for a lot of shit. She bought him a fucking iPhone, Mm -hmm. which at the time was still at least six, $700. And she was asking me like, Oh, what should I get him for like Christmas? And I'm like, get him a $3 iPhone case from Pacific mall. Like, what is he getting you? Nothing. Bills. Maybe a card. What? Bills. Bills. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just remember that I was like, I was kind of annoyed because it's like, you literally stayed over so that we could go hang out with our other friends for my birthday, my birthday, and you're going to ditch me for your like dumbass of a boyfriend. Yeah. Priorities, people. Men. <laughs> Men. <laughs> you're trash. <laughs> Every six years, my birthday lands on Canadian Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's not fun at all. There's no. more family stuff you have to do. Yeah. And, and then, there's no birthdays. Everything's closed. Everybody's with family. Yeah. You're just like. Yeah. yeah. But I think, like, I, I guess you can kind of not do a celebration on the day of. Like, especially in yeah. the last couple yeah, of years yeah, yeah. when I've been working, mm-hmm. like, I don't necessarily have the day off. So I'm like, oh, we'll do it on, like, the weekend or whatever. But. I think point is it it can be frustrating and lonely sometimes to try and like do things with what friends and family that you are close to because people are busy. And I've mentioned this before, but like I'm the kind of person where like if I'm attached to you, I'm attached to you. <laughs> so it's hard not to take it personally when you're like, oh, I can't really do it on that day. Which is why it's frustrating when certain members of our group. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just calling things. Insert cricket. <laughs> they don't listen anyway. <laughs> Chantel listens. Yeah, it's not you, Chantel. <laughs> yeah, I think she knows. <laughs> but yeah, and then like with family too, it can be really awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I know people joke about like having that weird uncle who's like a raging racist, homophobe, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But sometimes it's not just the one uncle. <laughs> yeah, cuz Yeah, which it it's rough cuz there was a girl that I worked with who um bless her soul tried to come out. Tried? Tried. Oh. But um her Family kind of still keeps it on the down low when, like, oh, okay. At the time, so she came she was, out, but her family doesn't really accept it. So, yeah. yeah. So, it's not so much like blatant 
you know, disowning you or anything mm-hmm. like that. But it's just not accepting yeah. the coming out, like mm-hmm. saying, oh, that's her friend. Mm. Yes, her friend who she has sex with, who was also female, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. There's a lot of people, a lot of family, like yeah. parents and stuff like that. It, and like that's hard too because, you know, you invite your significant other over for Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever holiday it is. And you can't introduce them to your family as your significant other, as like your partner who you really care about. They have to be just your friend, Mm -hmm. your gal pal being pals. Mm -hmm. Well, not for you, but (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're also married. So that kind of makes it uh, a little harder to deny. (laughs) And for me, it's like, I don't know. Like when I came out, like you have to be ready in your own like way. Mm hmm. Right. So a lot of people just, I don't know. It's, it, everybody's different. For me, I was very depressed. I imagine so, that's pretty common. I think there's yeah. a high incidence of depression, anxiety mm-hmm. amongst LGBTQ, mm-hmm. IA plus. Yeah. There's, there's the whole alphabet after that. Um, <laughs> I think the, the term that I'm trying to use more often is um, like sexual and gender minority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which just encompasses everyone without leaving anyone out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so like when I came out, it was like, like I was, like I knew like before I did come out, obviously, because you just know. Yeah. Um, but I never did anything. So like I never dated anybody before that. Okay. Um, so it was like very focused on school. Mm-hmm. Um, so then when I did come out, it was, I was ready. Okay. And so I didn't, so I like played all the consequences in my head of like what would happen yeah. if I did, what, if this happens, what I would do, um, if this happens and what, like, like mm-hmm. you play those consequences. Yeah. Um, so I was ready for those consequences. So for me, a little bit easier, um, because I was ready. Mm-hmm. So m- some people who do come out because they are depressed and they need that sort of, they just need to get it off. They need to chest. get it off their chest yeah. and they just, they, like, they just need to move on. But then yeah. sometimes the, their family doesn't accept it. So then they kind of fall back into yeah. like the whole idea of like, okay, well, they're not accepting. Like I'm still like, like gay. Yeah. But I'm just going to let them. Yeah. Like just do what they need to do and I'll do what go I with to their do. flow. Yeah, just exactly. to make things easier, which like, I don't know. I You're not helping I, yourself yeah. either in that sense. But like you said, it's it's different for everyone, and it's mm. hard to be mm-hmm. like, oh, well, you know, you should be strong and whatever. And it's like, well, no, especially because a lot of people face actual danger. Mm-hmm. So it's not easy. And, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't know being a straight but demiromantic, which is a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> how do you describe that to middle-aged Asian parents? Yeah. I just don't like people. <laughs> <laughs> like, huh? What do you mean? They just call it picky. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that bad. <laughs> Which, I guess, I, it's, but it's kind of like one of those, you know what, they're not going to get it, so I'm just not going to bother yeah, 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 kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't have to face as dire consequences as being, like, gay or trans. Mm-hmm. Um or non-binary, so it's much easier for me to just be like, oh, you're just 
dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's yeah. So everybody has their own situations. Yeah. So, but like I knew the consequences. Although the consequences I had, like majority, what I was thinking was going to happen mm-hmm. didn't happen. So it was just good. I think that's usually the case, right? <laughs> um, oh, I've heard some really, really bad ones. Yeah. Like a lot of my friends like came out when they were like younger, like, 16, 17, mm-hmm. kicked out by yeah. themselves. So like conversion therapy. Yeah, therapy, that stuff quote too. Unquote, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I like. Like there was a there was a time so I did go through a rough 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 patch. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom never really like kicked me out, but she like the gave me the the offer. <laughs> okay. So she's like, I'm not kicking you out, but there's the door if you want to leave. Okay. Which is a little. Is that like a kind of like it was? I, it wasn't I don't like, want to kick you out because I don't want to sound like a bad parent, but I kind of want you yes. out. Yes. That's kind of where, that's how I took it. Never left because I know my mom, like she, over time, like it builds on her and she'll like kind of like work around it. Mm-hmm. So, so right now she's okay with it. She's, she's happy for me. Now she sticks yeah. out for every, like anybody who like, like says anything like mm-hmm. derogatory or mean around like the whole gay, um, yeah. like topic, yeah. like she'll like attack them. Oh, that's good. And she'll be like, you know, my son's gay and yeah. um, you shouldn't be saying these things. And like, so she, so she does, so she's at that point now where she's, um, where she's like, she understands and she realizes mm-hmm. she doesn't really accept it still. And she has always said that to me that she doesn't accept the whole thing, but she like supports me, which yeah. is really all you need in a sense. Right. Cause I always find that kind of like, cause I know for some people, it's just straight up like ignorance. They just don't know better. They don't understand it. But for some people, it's also like a religious. What is that crunching? She's eating. Oh, she's eating. <laughs> Sounds so weird. Right? She's like on our left, but it's coming out my right side. Yeah. Because it's catching on the microphone, but we're recording on two separate channels. So it's coming on like one side or the other. Anyway. Yeah, like, I I think when it's more of a religious thing, it can be kind of hard to reconcile because you still want to support your child, but you've been told that your God, your deity, your whole belief system is mm-hmm. telling you that that's wrong. See, like, all my friends whose parents are religious, not even out. Like, a it's, majority of them. It's even scarier for yeah. religious parents. And it's, and it's so hard to see because it's like, like I even dated people who've, who never came out to their parents. And that's hard on mm-hmm. both because it's like, I want to spend time with that person. And it's like, they can't even tell their parents. Yeah. So like, I can't be You're there. I can't, no, Not can't even. even be in the same place. Can't really? even be introduced. No, they would not do it. Obviously that never worked out because I'm now married and yeah. Aslan's parents are completely supportive. Yeah. So, which is nice. But um, that's another hard thing we face. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It, I don't know. It's, it's just like, because I always considered, you know, what if I was lesbian or bi or whatever mm-hmm. and came up to my parents? I'm trying to think of, like, how they would mm-hmm. react to mm-hmm. it. And that's what we go through. Yeah. I think, I think they would just be in denial. I think they're mm-hmm. the type of parents who would be in denial. I don't think they, they would react 
in like a very negative, like get out of my house thing, because I don't think they have hate mm-hmm. for. Do they understand it minors. though? That's another thing. They have a lot a of people lot don't of... understand what it is. Mm-hmm. So that's when you're like, Oh, what is this? That's like they... they understand, um, you know, gay and lesbian. I think that's, it's fairly self-explanatory. Yeah. I think because, I mean, they are older, right? So they're brought up with this belief that it's quote unquote unnatural or wrong. Um, but like, I think they're starting to kind of come around and realize like, it's just, it's just a thing. But I think they're also maybe the kind of parents who are like, it's okay if other people are like that, but you should not be. Mm. See, that's exactly what my mom was yeah. like. Like, she knows that they're out there, she knows that there's people, but she doesn't want me to be mm-hmm. that way. Yeah, and like, and they, they do have a lot of misunderstanding. Before, it was obviously worse. Um, like, they think you're not, like, for example, uh, people who are bi or pansexual, um, my aunt was like, oh, they're just fooling around. And I'm like, no, they're, they just happen to be, like, attracted to their own gender or other genders. Like it's, it's not fooling around. It's not like they're having, I mean, they could be, it's none of my business, but it's not like they're having a relationship with people of two different genders at the same time. If they are, it's none of my business. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah. Right. Like people do what they it's do. It's probably happened. Oh well, yeah, I'm sure it has. Yeah. Like I know people who are like in polyamorous relationships. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. not personally, but I know of them. And I'm like, you know, if you're all consenting adults, that's none of my business. They, they still have a lot of that stigma. And I'm lucky that I don't have to have a coming out situation because they like, that's just way too much stress to deal mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. Like I can't even talk to them about mental health, mm. which is, it, it it's is a another tricky, yeah, it's a tricky topic. Can of worms on its own. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 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 Um, I've probably talked about it in the last episode of Chantel, but like, yeah, they, there's a lot of things that they don't necessarily understand um, because there is such a general generational. Well, I don't think there was even such thing as mental health. Yeah. When they were growing up. They're, they like they're wise, but like nothing was ever. They don't. They were they all, just they're like, oh, they're just crazy. Yeah, just throw them exactly. In the exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of like because I've had this talk with my dad about getting help. But as Chantel pointed out, he's a man. He doesn't mm. like to admit that he needs help of any kind. Oh, you told him to get help? Yeah. Oh. Because he's he's also had a lot of stress and a lot of anger issues. Like, I think I get a lot of it from him. Mm. <laughs> the the rage. He's Papa Hulk. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he beats himself up really bad over mm. small things. And he'll beat other, not physically, but like. Yeah, I know. He'll, Mentally. Yeah, like if I made, if I tripped or I dropped something, he would like berate me for solid five, ten minutes. And I'm like, it was just a tiny little thing. Like there's no consequence to it. I'll just pick it up and go. But sometimes he just latches on. I'm like, that is not a normal response. Mm-hmm. And it's adding to the stress that he does have from work. So I'm telling him like, oh, you should like talk to someone because he has benefits and like psychiatrists are covered by OHIP and he has a drug plan. So if they prescribe him anything, he can pay for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but he hasn't gotten around to it, but he also doesn't get around to going to the doctor for anything else either. So yeah. But and, like, again, like your parents, are baby boomers. 
They were what? They're baby boomers. Yeah, they yeah. were born in '61. Yeah, so baby boomers. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like their generation was like, tough it up, stick it, stick it out, kind of thing, right? They're also Asian. Well, that's yeah, there's also so the tough too. it up, and they were yeah because they were born like in China, uh, Cambodia, and Vietnam. Okay, but, but like yeah, eight, cultural, they were, they they're were born in. Yeah, 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 to traditional Chinese yeah. parents. So it's a little different than Canadian society. Yeah, they. I mean, I guess with more Western cultures, um, for the most part, obviously not for everyone. Like, I feel like white parents might be more. They might have less trouble showing affection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like with exactly. with all of my roommates back in university, except for the one girl. Um, they're all white. And they would talk on the phone to check in with their parents and stuff. And then at the end of the conversation, they would say, I love you. Bye. I never say that to my parents. I just mm. go, bye. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm same way. Yeah. And if I, if I start like saying like, oh, I love you, I, which is weird because that just doesn't happen. But if I start doing that, they'd what be do like, what want? do you want? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, like the way they show affection is very different than I think like most Western families. So, like, it that kind of adds to the whole, you know, just keep it to yourself. Just don't bother saying anything. Yeah, it's rough. We've gone on many, many tangents. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's your whole, sto- that's your whole uh, podcast. Yes, that's true. I think, well, I mean, we started out wanting to talk about the holidays. But I, I think it, it is an important thing because I know mm-hmm. that a lot of, um, gender, sexual minorities. Well, it's related to the holidays, right? Yeah, well, like I, I imagine they have a lot of difficulty around this time of the year. Not just because of like whatever stress it is, especially if you work in retail, man. Mm. That's Been a there. whole <laughs> done that. <laughs> I ha- I don't think. No, I've never worked in retail during the holidays. Oh. Um, I don't want to. <laughs> I know it's a shit show. Yeah. I try to be extra nice to people when when it's the holidays because I know how much shit they're going through. Um, but like, yeah, it's a stressful enough time as it is. And when you don't have a good support system around you, it can be even worse. And for some people, unfortunately, it could kind of be life ending, but you're not alone. So yeah. Do you have anything else to add? Nope. Nope. (laughs) So that was. Our um, <laughs> not that jolly Christmas episode. <laughs> yeah, that was that was not jolly, was it? No, it's more of a serious conversation. It was a pretty. Oh, okay, let's let's end with something happier. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, we kind of shared the happy like close to the beginning, and then just yeah. getting sad. We did this the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think whether or not you celebrate Christmas or any of the holidays around this time, whether or not you have a big group of friends, a big family, I think the jolly atmosphere, like don't become a Scrooge, Mm -hmm. you know, don't be like, Oh, it's all commercialized and blah, blah, blah. Like just, just let the happiness take you. Mm -hmm. Even Mm -hmm. if life is shit, like you, you want to hang on to the happy stuff and, I mean, stay away from the malls because those Christmas carols playing on repeat are <laughs> maybe cause homicidal Mariah thoughts. Mariah Carey's Jingle Bells. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> is it the Jingle Bells? No, no it's it, um, uh, all, I want, all I Want for Christmas yeah. is You. Yeah. Yeah. 
that song. I don't, I don't like Christmas music. <laughs> yeah, there's actually one song I like. It's it's um, I think it's from uh, oh, Mean Girls. <laughs> Where they're doing the song, and then the blonde oh. one knocks the radio down. Yeah, and then like cuts out, and then they start singing. But then there's like a parody of that. Um, with a bunch of like gay men doing it, it's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, if you can find the video, I'll definitely show you. Yeah, send it to me. I might, um, I might post that to the Instagram. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. Well, you know, the holidays are here, mm-hmm. and they're going to be over soon by the time this comes out. So if you've been having a shit holiday, well, it's going to be over soon. And then everyone else is going to see their bank statements and be as depressed as you are. So it's fine. <laughs> Maybe not. But. Yeah. Yeah. And then 2020. It's a new well, that's year. That's not that episode yet. Oops. Well, we'll get there. All Next right. episode. Perfect. Anyway, I think that's going to be it for this one. Hopefully that wasn't too depressing. <laughs> uh, it's happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy New Year, because I think the next episode mm-hmm. isn't going to come out till after the New Year. Happy New Year. Stay Happy safe. birthday, Shelly. Oh, yeah. I'm turning old. <laughs> December 27th. Turning 27. Send her all the gifts. All the, all the gifts. All the, all the single individual rats condoms. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my. No. Oh, wow. No. <laughs> Give you my address instead. Um, <laughs> but could you imagine, like... Like waking up on your birthday and you like open your door and you have all these presents because all your fans like. I'm not that famous, Dylan. (laughs) I appreciate. Happy birthday, Shelly. I appreciate all the fans that I do have, but I'm not that famous. One day, one day. One day, maybe. You'll see me. You'll see me on the billboards. No. (laughs) I'm not putting my face on the billboard. That's not very me. Anyway. If you like this episode, you can subscribe or follow or whatever it is on your podcast listening thing. Follow us on social media at Several Tangents. If you have any stories, comments, pictures of your pets, uh, you can send them to severaltangents at gmail.com. And that's it, I think. I always forget. It's fine. Never mind the fact that I've been doing this for like two years in total. It's fine. Everything's fine. Bye.